work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the July 8th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Kaspar. And now, the news. Before we get started, Mike, yes. I know we have a lot of news to report. Yes, we do. But I'd just like to go on the record with, yeah. with, with something here. I'd just like to say that I don't think riding in a fighter plane and getting shot down is a qualification to be a KUCI talk show host. Well, how dare you? I can't tell you how many planes I've crashed, and I'm the general manager. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so pound sand, buddy. Pound sand? Yeah. You feel that way about (laughs) it, huh? I'm pretty fired up about that. How dare you impugn my... My uh, stewardship of the uh, na- of this uh, fine. I wasn't station. directing that at you necessarily. Oh, I was just saying oh, in general. Okay, yeah. And it's Being so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Obviously, it's not a qualification to, to, and to it run was, a talk show. By the way, this whole you're referring, of course, to the Wesley Clark's response to being prodded by uh, Bob Schieffer on Face the Nation regarding. Uh, military qualifications and being president of the United States, and specifically with John McCain, with uh, regard to John McCain, who managed uh, to get shot down five planes. Uh-huh. That that takes some talent right yeah. there. It takes. Uh, um, he crashed or got shot down. I'm not sure. Well, he's it practically as good as Bob Dornan. I was going to bring that up, planes. yeah. We, but so that's such Bob an obscure. Dornan didn't do it in combat. So. No, no, he didn't. Uh, and it's such an obscure reference that only you and me and about three other people would know what that was even about. However. Uh, and Clark was we res- wasn't saying that John McCain wasn't Bob qualified for to make strategic uh, decisions about the fate of the country. It's just that in and of itself does not make you uh, does not qualify. Yeah. And not being a fighter pilot doesn't mean you're disqualified from being president of the Absolutely. United States. So, and I think that was the point. Of course, the right wing uh, idiots ran with it and tried to make it uh, tried to somehow discredit Wesley Clark and Barack Obama and the whole make a big stinking deal out of it. It was yeah. a very simple response to a very simple question. Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you can be president yeah. just because you've been shot down. Well, they went crazy. Yeah, you go to NathanCallahan.com and, and in one of the uh, videos of the day, there's a uh, a compilation of the crazies. Is this mostly uh, Fox people? Up yeah, there. just just babbling on about yeah. how disrespectful. What was he thinking and when the, he said that? And how dare they bring yeah. the stuff up about this is these being swift boated? Yeah. These are the people that were applauding, cheering, standing ovations for all of those lies, absolute uh-huh. lies that were being told during the 2004 oh, and these, election. Their listeners are the ones that probably wore the, what was it, the Purple Heart pin? Right. Yeah, in mocking. Mocking John, John Kerry, who, who somebody said that those, those, some of his wounds appeared to be self-inflicted, that he was somehow, somehow he shot himself in order to get another Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is despicable crap. And uh, okay, well, let's yeah. speaking of bozos. Yeah, speaking of bozos. A uh, huge blast from a suicide car bomb at the gates of the Indian embassy in Kabul killed 41 people and wounded more than 130. That would be in Afghanistan. Yeah, and uh, it's not looking good over there. In fact, I've, for the last two months, yeah. they've had more fatalities, service and, fatalities, U.S. Uh, than, in, than Iraq. in Iraq. Yeah, and it's starting to push its way back into sort of the. The, con- the collective consciousness of the press, therefore the country, that Afghanistan is going very badly, I think, uh, and it's only getting worse. And uh, there are now generals are talking about if we don't ramp up the troop levels in, in Afghanistan, we're going to lose that as well. 
A federal appeals court ruled that evidence against Huzafa Parhat, a Chinese Muslim held at Guantanamo Bay for six years, consisted of nothing more than the reassertion of his guilt in three top-secret documents. Yeah. So they just said, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty, and therefore, he's guilty. And therefore- <laughs> Lewis Carroll, notwithstanding, wrote yeah. one judge, quoting the hunting of the snark, the fact that the government had said it, has said it thrice does not make the allegation true. <laughs> well, good for that judge. Yeah. Wow. Six years without being brought up on charges, not being able to face his accusers, nothing. Yeah. Just, just, well, why, why am I guilty? Because you're guilty. <laughs> because you're guilty. Why am I here? Because you're guilty. I mean, this is it's it's a very sad day for us. Former inmates at uh, Abu Ghraib yeah. were suing contractors in four American states for subjecting them to electrical shocks, mock executions, and forced nudity. That would be uh, they're suing. They're suing Blackwater and etc. Just want to let you know if that's okay with in you. In four different states, yeah. people who were subjected to this. Well, I didn't. I, that one slipped by me. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, they're they're going at it that way. They're doing the uh, the Vincent Bulliosi way. Well, they're going the not civil- going to the federal court. Right, going to state courts. Right. The Iraqi government announced that the United States has agreed to strip private security contractors of their legal immunity, though the U.S. embassy has refused to comment on the statement. Right, but, but they've tried to work out a deal to uh, strip immunity. Well, Which that, I that, like. yeah, it's a, so it's, you can sue these guys. That, yeah. that ties in very nicely with the story that preceded it. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Uh-huh. I like the way you weave that together. Thank you. <laughs> Military trainers who came to Guantanamo Bay in December of 2002—that would be six years ago. Mm-hmm. You recall that mm-hmm. they based their entire interrogation class on a chart showing the effects of coercive management techniques for possible use on prisoners, including sleep deprivation, prolonged constraint, and exposure. Their chart, it was reported last week, had been copied verbatim from a 1957 Air Force study of Chinese communist techniques used during the Korean War to obtain confessions, many of them false. That's the emphasis there. Mm -hmm. Many of them false. Mm -hmm. From American prisoners. As I will say, Mike, if you have a bad thing, stick with it. Well, I'm reading a version of this story, which says this 1957 Air Force study entitled Communist Attempts to Elicit False Confessions from Air Force Prisoners of War. In the title of their study, Uh they are tacitly admitting that interrogations like this, torture, Uh tends to elicit false testimony. testimony. I'll say anything. Please stop making me... Yeah. Take my clothes off. Or, or, yeah, what do you want me to say is, would be my... Yeah. What is it that you think I should say here to stop uh, this from happening? It was reported that the Bush administration officials knew that Ray Hunt... That yes. would be Ray Hunt. Ray Hunt, the good the friend. The Texas oil man who landed a controversial oil, oil production deal with Iraq's Kurdistan regional government enjoyed close political and business ties with Vice President Dick and his trusty sidekick, the Bush family. That goes back to the 1970s. The Hunt Oil deal ran counter to American policy. Yeah. <laughs> it, they were upset about it. The State Department said, yeah. "What are you? You're negotiating with the Kurds? What?" And it, undercut Iraq's central government. That's, that was yeah. the whole point. They, at the time, the U.S. was trying to negotiate a power-sharing arrangement with the Shiites, the Sunnis, and the and the Kurds. And a big part of the agreement was going to be the sharing of the oil revenue. And that meant that they all had to participate in the distribution of that profit 
And here is Hunt undermining these these uh, negotiations by cutting a separate deal with the Kurds. And now Bush is feigning like he didn't know about the negotiations when, in fact, he probably did, despite what the State Department wanted uh, done. And it, it undermines any hope of uniting a, an Iraqi government that most of Iraq can get behind. It, it's retru- very troubling, and there's more. And there's more to this story. I know. The U.S. Justice Department is considering letting the FBI investigate Americans without any evidence of wrongdoing, relying instead on racial and ethnic profiling. That's exciting. That's what I'm looking for. I'm glad I'm white. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because it's really great to be white. It's so fantastic to be middle-class white and living in a white area. I'm not worried about a damn thing right now. Not me. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. Thank you. Right here, Mr. FBI man. (laughs) Thank you. White skin. (laughs) Thank you, FBI man. Free pass. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I love being white. You got anything there, Mike? I just, uh, no. I was going to say something about Ray Hunt, just that he was in charge when uh, when Bush left off, when he left Halliburton. Yeah. When he was, I'm sorry, when he was there, Ray Hunt was on the board of uh, Halliburton that was in charge of compensation. Yeah. For, <laughs> and so there's, Ch- Ch- Cheney had appointed him to be the, of course, of course compensation. he was. It meant that uh, Cheney was getting money, essentially, from this. They were determining how much yeah. money Cheney was going to get. I'll appoint you head of compensation. <sighs> okay, Ray? Okay, Gail got it. Thank you, Dick. <laughs> Colombian military commandos infiltrated a settlement operated by the guerrilla group FARC and freed 15 hostages, among them three U.S. contractors and the Colombian-French polit- politician Ingrid Benacourt. President Bush called Colombian President Alvaro Uribe to congratulate congratulate him yeah what a joyous occasion it must be to know that the plan had worked said bush that people who were unjustly held were now free to be with their families brilliant however well you know i mean just the audacity of something like that yeah dot 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 that were unjustly held yeah but there's a well, Swiss Radio, you going to get into that? There's a, yeah, there's Swiss a lady, uh, radio reported leaders of FARC rebel movement were paid $20 million to free the hostages. Yes. According to the report, the hostages were ransomed for a high price and the whole rescue operation was set up. Colombian officials have denied the report. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm glad these people, I don't, you know, these people obviously uh, needed and should have been released long ago and obviously I I feel for their uh, obviously this detention was terrible for them. I'm not that part of it, horrible humanitarian uh, uh, episode. But the other side of it is they're going to try and make a big political hay out of this with this. Remember what was it? Private, private Lynch. Yeah, the big rescue back yeah. in the uh, during the the beginning of the the Gulf War and how that was made into a big deal. And we come to find out that the Iraqis. We're, we're pointing and people, hey, yeah. she's over here, and do you want her? And they made it out to be some kind of a Chuck Norris movie, but in fact, it, was, it wasn't anything like that. And Ingrid Bentecourt? Yes. She, the first person, one of the first people that she thanked as she got out, hmm. Hugo Chavez. Wow. Uh, yeah, but people, time, They're not at gonna, least people here in this country, the press gonna, overlooks that. Aren't going to hear stuff. that one. Oops. Okay, woo, hey. According to a Confidential World Bank report, biofuels have forced global food prices up by 75%. That's far more than previously estimated. They were thinking just 72% probably. (laughs) Well, we are shocked. That's not even worth mentioning, 72%, but 75. 
No, I, I, well, this is, we've been talking about this for quite some time, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, if, the, if that's what they're saying, I'm, I'm not surprised. Here's a little something we reported on last week, yeah. and probably because of the uh, sway that we have here. Yeah. Sure. The Bureau of Land Management reversed its uh, imposed moratorium on the construction of new solar energy projects on public land. The moratorium. They were going to stop all that right. Right. so they could do environmental reports, which they assumed would take about two years. Right. And uh, now they've said, well, we made a mistake. Yeah. That. We should. And, which is a good thing. Yeah. No, I mean, there are public lands. We, we, we have what we're really going to put up there. I, I suppose there's some uh, concern about birds when you put up uh, wind. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure there are some turbines. environmental impacts from solar solar farms. I'm sure there are things that are n- not exactly great for the immediate area around them. But uh, but we're trying to prevent the we, planet from, from turning into a yeah, chaotic into a from whirlwind. Turn into a a ball of molten lava. Is that what happens? Well, who knows? What I mean, how hot it'll get? But uh, whatever. Not so hot. Not so hot. Not I mean, so hot. Mainly just unpredictable weather patterns yeah. that will wreak havoc in rising shorelines. Yeah. We'll be able to survive the heat, I believe, mm. but it's the uh, all of the things that will go with the heat, yeah. the, 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 the migrations that will change, that will affect a gazillion other things. We, I can only think we can... Yeah, I don't think we have any real idea of the just the different things that will happen along the way that uh-uh. will, people will go, whoa, I it's didn't see It's a chain reaction. I didn't see that it's coming. It's not just a matter yeah. of putting on sunscreen no, here. No, you're right. Senator Bernard Sanders, we call him Bernie Sanders. Bernie. From Vermont. Mm-hmm. The independent there in Vermont. Mm-hmm. He introduced the 10 million solar roofs... <laughs> Excuse me, Act of 2008. Oh. It would require the Secretary of Energy to set up a program to provide rebates for uh, putting solar panels on your roof. That would be for government, for businesses, and for individuals like you and I. Well, something yeah. that was proposed, if I'm not mistaken, about 30 years ago by uh-huh. by Jimmy Carter. By Jimmy Carter, yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's only thir- In fact, the first thing, of course, we've said this many a time, uh-huh. when Ronald Reagan came into office, to office, the very first thing he did was... Uh, to, re- make, to repeal, that, repeal uh, that. that tax credit you got for your solar panels. Yeah. Uh... Ah, Sanders, that would be Bernie Sanders' goal is to put up panels on 10 million roofs in the next decade. Excellent. Yeah. It was reported that more than 900 cases alleging the government contractors and drug makers have defrauded taxpayers out of billions of dollars were languishing in a backlog that has built up over the past decade. We have all these cases because the Justice Department cannot keep pace with the surge in charges brought by whistleblowers. There's a lot of a lot of bad and, going and on. then you've got this guy uh, in charge of the whistleblowers at the White House, whose job was to sit on these cases, at best and at worst, to try and uh, undermine the credibility of the people making the charges. So the highest officer within the government in charge of facilitating whistleblowers and these charges was the one who was actively participating in the uh, suppression of these whistleblowers. It's whistle suppression. It is whistle supply or blower suppression, I guess. Blower suppression. It could be blower suppression as well. I mean, you mm. can go either way on that one. Uh, Barack Obama told a Christian magazine he supports a ban on late-term abortions as long as there is an exception for the physical health of the mother. But Obama said mental distress should not qualify as a justification 
for late-term abortions. I think as we move forward, we should have a segment called Things That Are Upsetting Us About Barack Obama. Now, this one, though, I did read his qualification. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I, he did I'm say, sure. I didn't, maybe this isn't a good all, example. Remember, he's yeah, he's at a Christian magazine, no, no, I and he's trying to he's trying to finesse this a little bit. I understand. He comes back and says, you know, to the mainstream reporters, mm-hmm. not and when they say Christian magazine, really what they usually mean are uh, born again idiots. Okay, I I, I don't know a- which Christian magazine it was, but I assume it was something like. Dobson's, yeah, you know, focus on how, family. How to whip your children into uh, <laughs> obedience. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. chokehold of the week uh, <laughs> magazine that he that that uh, Dobson has for your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, letting the rest of them burn. <laughs> <laughs> no, and let me say, let me say that did, about this. What, what is concerned? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah, finish okay, what he yeah, said. Yeah. How he clarified it was he said he just didn't want somebody feeling blue or being off to be that, and have that regarded as mental distress. Right. If somebody goes to a psychologist and they say this woman is mentally distressed you know there's something wrong here of course yeah you know uh, it's yeah. due to an abortion yeah abortion goes through abortion should not uh, this abortion should not be birth control yeah and and maybe i shouldn't have set that up by saying the things that are upsetting me about barack yeah. right now that's not a good example but I there is something it. that did but the pfizer thing is is something and you're probably going to get to that about his his proposal to vote he's talking about voting in favor of this go ahead what? Are you going to get the FISA bill that's before the Senate? Oh, that's yeah. I mean, that's yeah. yeah that he's he's talking about on that quite a bit. Yeah, last week. yeah. That uh, he's he's going to vote yes on on a deal that would uh, immunize the uh, telecommunication companies from from uh, civil lawsuits. Although the bill does not does not shield them from criminal prosecution, which we hope will happen, but. Anyway, there. Are, I know he's moving to the center and he's yeah. appealing to as many people. Yeah, well, I just I, hope it doesn't go too too much. And, and also to increase faith faith-based funding. Yeah. He wants to increase that. He wants to make it for everyone. Yeah. Well, the, the Bush ad, Bush administration turned this to, into an extension of a campaign um, uh, operati- operation. So if, if in fact, people who need nonprofits, and a lot of them are, are religious-based, doing good work in the community. He's a former community um, uh, organizer, and, and he was working with churches. If they can do the work that needs to be done, Although it bothers me that the government isn't involved more in these, and, and they should yeah. be more involved, and I, I think it's an abdication of government responsibility uh, to do so, but I, I understand to some extent. I'm not happy about it, but I understand why he did it. A new report estimated that Republican presidential candidate John McCain's proposed tax plan would save corporations $175 billion a year. Wow. The rising demand for flat-screen televisions could have a great impact on global warming because they use a lot more electricity right are you filling in the blanks i'm sorry well they do use more electricity how much more but what they do what what i'm talking about is a report by michael prather the director of the environment institute at uci right here okay he warned that uh manufacturers use a greenhouse gas called nitrogen trifluoride to make the televisions and the sets have become more popular annual production of the gas has risen by about four thousand tons Ugh. metric tons we don't have any ideas uh yeah, exactly what the impact of that will be but as a driver of global warming nitrogen trifluoride is seventeen thousand times more potent than carbon dioxide oh my god a judge ruled that Google will have to turn over every record of every video watched by YouTube viewers, including the user's name, the viewing habits, and <laughs> IP addresses to Viacom. And they're suing Google yeah. for uh, 
running clips of copyrighted videos. You know, I got to believe that only helps Viacom to run those clips. It, Copyright yeah, this laws whole thing, are really screwed up. Yeah, they really are. And yes, I I am much more in, likely to watch a program that I see on YouTube yeah. than not. Yeah. If I see it, I'm interested in it. I'm going to watch it whenever it might be on. Yeah. This is great. And, and the idea, so anything that I've ever watched on YouTube yeah. is theoretically now open for... Yeah, they're, well, not right now, but if, if they're successful in suing right, that's uh, what YouTube, I mean. right. if Viacom is, then your records and your tracking of those records, whatever you did as you moved away after they placed a cookie on you, right. will be tracked. Yeah, You know, I mean, just something real basic, I know we don't have any time here, but the... These corporate interests are are allowed to know anything they want uh, about us, uh, financial records, viewing habits, everything. And we are increasingly less able to find out information about the people that are in charge of our society, including these these companies. We're not allowed to sue them. The government can declare state secrets. We can't find out anything about how they yeah. do things. Uh, it's just uh, Los Angeles Times Media Group will cut 250 yeah, jobs, uh, including about 17% of its Oriole editorial staff and publish 15% fewer pages. I got a couple of people over there I'd like to see. Sure. Of, well, that's just being rude and not being thoughtful. Mike. I'm sorry. You're there right. Are, there are people that I, read the paper that right. would like an increase of editorial right. and, and reporters. You're right. Because you don't like people at, uh, you know, in case you'd like, uh, what, Jean Pascoe to lose her job? She's already gone. Oh, well, thank God for that. Yeah. Shares of General Motors fell to their lowest price since 1954. Americans mm. are the top consumers of cannabis and cocaine. Who is? We are. U.S. U.S., yeah. <laughs> We're number one. We're number one once again. Nelson Mandela. Oh. He's off the terrorist list. President Bush saw, took him off. That's good news. I saw that. Yeah. He's only, he was president for, what, 15, 20 years, and now yeah. he's 90 years old. They've taken his, yeah. him and his group off the terrorist list. Uh, a British study warned that eating too much tofu could lead to dementia. <laughs> wow. And there's something else. During during a segment in which, I, uh, speaking of dementia, this is Fox and Friends, you know that? Co-host <laughs> Steve Ducey. Ducey. What a yeah. douchebag that Brian guy. Brian Kilmeade. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Labeled New York Times reporter Jacques Steinberg and editor Stephen Redcliffe attack dogs. And then they showed their photos. They fo- showed the New York Times photos, yeah. which they had been digitally altered. These photos had been digitally altered. They yellowed the teeth of the journalists, and they made their noses bigger. Oh, and they didn't say anything about it, and they did it just enough so that they would look ugly. They took their online photos and it, just made them look ugly. This is Fox News. This is news. I, I, I've, I never watched their morning show. Uh-uh. Every time I've ever seen a clip, Ducey is just such an idiot. Yeah, It's hard to believe that he's... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. right you are. And finally, researchers at Texas A&M's Fruit and Vegetable Improvement Center found that watermelons have a Viagra-like effect. Ooh. Yeah. Hello, watermelon. But a researcher in Oklahoma pointed out that this benefit may be offset by the melon's diuretic properties. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.